So, you know, one thing that we always argue about every time we begin a podcast is the music choice, right? You, well, you got to... Oh you know, the problem God, now is that a couple weeks ago, there was a really, really big music license uh, thing floating around the internet now. So, like, YouTube and Facebook and Twitch are all getting hit bad by the music industry. So now you can't even, like, mess around with any music. Like, you have to play songs that don't have a license or else you're screwed. Imagine. There's got to be old songs that they don't care about anymore. Well, I mean, the last time I tried to play an old song that I didn't think anybody would care about, I ended up talking about it for the next four podcasts because it got hit on Facebook and YouTube. Right? Yeah, but what's like the... Do you remember what song that was? Yeah, it was uh, the Red Balloon song, from, but it was the German <laughs> version. Yeah, it was, the, it was 99 Luft Balloons. It was the German version of 99 Red Balloons, and it got hit on Facebook and YouTube. And they pulled it down on YouTube. Now, if you remember, Brian edited that video, and he swears it was because he put pieces of the music video in. But I, I don't agree. I'm 99% certain that like, got pulled down solely and only because of the music license. I don't know, because I did that one time, and I got like a warning that it wasn't my music, but they never actually pulled the music. You got a warning on where, though? Yeah. Facebook or YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, on Facebook, it was like, hey, this might not be yours, man. I was like, oh, no. Bro, every time I put a video up, we get that. It's like, hey, we noticed there might be some music in here that the licenses don't belong to you. Like, are you sure you want to play this? And, of course, I'm just like, yeah, I want to fucking play it. But it doesn't. Most of the time, it won't hit. What was that song? That was just a, that's just a no copyright sound. Like, that's just a. Um, a song that somebody made that gets played in the Twitch verse that doesn't have a copyright, it doesn't have a music license, you can just play it. It's a good song. I have a lot of songs like that. You you hate every one I play, though. So I don't well, know. because yeah, because they suck. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason certain music is free. I mean, you're not going to hear them on, you know, Q102, which I know you're always tuned into, Q102. but it's a good, good songs. I don't remember the last but time hey. I actually listened to a. I don't remember the last time I listened to a music radio station or a radio station for that matter. Really? What do you just sports talk radio nonstop ninety like twenty four seven sports no, talk no. radio? Is that your deal? Oh, I I haven't listened to the radio that in that long. I mean, I either listen to like Spotify or I, I listen to uh, like podcasts. Yeah. No. That. Well, I mean, if I'm going anywhere significantly long, I'm listening to a podcast. Which, by the yeah, way, but you can it, check out all the From the Hill podcasts on the iTunes podcast app. <laughs> yeah, I go, I go back uh, when I jump in the car; it automatically like picks up where I left off, which is yeah, pretty sick. Of course, well, as it should. Yeah, as it should. Well, let's get it started. We didn't give the official start. What is up, everybody? Swags here with. The Prof from the Hill podcast is back. Sports are back, sort of, almost, right? On the way back. So that means we're back. Prof and I had a lot of back and forth about sports coming back and what we wanted to talk about. 
And of course, we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into some quarantine stuff. It's been a while since we talked to everybody. But what's the first thing, and we're not even going to talk about it yet, but what's the first thing that you wanted to talk about, Nick, when we were talking about sports returning? What was the first thing well, you wanted to talk about? First off, this was like a month ago that we wanted to talk about this. So it's not even, it's probably not even relevant anymore. But I did want to talk about the NHL being at the forefront of the, I guess, it, it's like the new, the new bubble, uh, the new bubble hubs or whatever they're calling them. But hockey was the first one to say, hey, let's get some things going. Here's a plan, or at least here's, here's what we think we can do. I think that was pretty bold of them to be you know, the first ones to go out and do that and pave the way for some guy. other pave the way for some other leagues to give them uh, give them some more courage to come out and, and 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 you know put their plans out to the world. Well, so I mean, we're going to get into the state of all of the big four sports, so you can spill the beans about how hockey's going to proceed and talk about how they pioneered it, if you so choose. Well, I mean, I don't know all the, the great details of them, but from what I understand, they're, they're selecting hub cities for uh, the season to continue, basically the playoffs. to They're, they're jumping into a 2014 playoff, and I know that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, but I think uh, I lost everything, it looks like. Crap. Am I Do you still hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You're good. All right, something messed up. But, yeah, so they they're, they opened everything up to 24 teams, which I know you hate because you want best teams to always be one and two in the finals. Whoa, make everything whoa, cut and dry. Let's not get carried away here. But anyway, get carried away here. so th- they want to do it in these hub, these hub cities. I think they're down to, like, four cities at this point. Um, and they're supposed to narrow it down to two, I believe. And then start training camps up on July 10th. So basically, it's just like a let's see how this next step goes. And it's all broken down into different phases. But I guess the biggest criticism was the 2014. That's probably what you were aiming toward getting into is the 2014 playoff, basically letting in anybody. I as mean, long as you're not the track of the league. You know what's funny to me? One of the biggest arguments that we have every time we talk about playoffs and pro sports and you're such a hockey guy i mean you act like i hate hockey i love hockey but i hate the fact that eight seeds do so well in the nhl playoffs so if you're going to tell me that 24 teams are going to get to be in the nhl playoff tournament i'm going to laugh even more right because what if 12 seed wins the stanley cup and the reason the reason that i always say that is just because if you're going to play an 82 game regular season it should mean something and in a league the NHL only has 28 teams in a league where you already allow 16, more than 50% of the teams into the playoffs. So, so hold on. So it is that's basically, what I always have more of a problem. With. It is basically a 16 team playoff, but there are other eight teams that are they're They're playing in to the playoffs. So there are eight additional teams that are, that have a shot to make it into the, the, the right. greater playoff. You know what I mean? Right. The rest of the league, the other four teams that are dog shit, they're not going to play, right? Like they're they're they are the records are already so bad, they're not going to play. But they're going to let the teams that are in reach of the playoffs as of 
the stoppage of play, try and play their way in. Right. right essentially. Now, what's really crazy is last week they did the uh, selection for the draft, uh, the, the, the draft order, and they left the first spot totally open. So they don't know. They drafted like I think it was the the uh, I think it was like eight different slots, and they left the number one pick to be continued. TBD. So, so it adds a little bit more drama to it. But uh, as we've been saying, that, but I think to DNF did not but finish. The, but there is a team in the field right now. Since they didn't, since they didn't finish the season, they're hopefully going to finish the season. There's a team in the field right now that could potentially win the Stanley Cup and get the first overall pick. Which is insane, right? The, the odds, the odds are, the odds are crazy to do that. But it's you know, it could happen. So a team you know like what, the Rangers or, or somebody could get hot. Do you know somehow. what the hub cities are by any chance off the top of your head? I think they had, I think they had Vegas. I think they had, it might have been Toronto, maybe. Um, Vancouver was in there, I think, or Vancouver maybe was just eliminated from it. Uh, I don't, I don't know them all off the top of my head. I did read it this morning, but I forgot. About yeah. It. The only reason that I ask is because, you know, I, we're going to talk about the state of other sports and, and I'm going to take half a step back and talk about a sport that's been back for a while, but just talking about how you would proceed due to the quarantine, right? So one of the things that you're talking about when you're talking about playing games in these hub sites or, or bubble sites, right, is that in order to even play every, not only, you think up front, not only does every player and coach need to be tested and then self-contained, right, every official, every person that cleans the ice, every person that's going to be in contact with the game itself, people that are going to broadcast the game, people that are going to video the game, right, they all have to be tested and then self-contained to not get like almost half quarantine so they don't get contaminated and bring it into the arena. Right. And the first, it's literally sport, impossible. it is impossible. And the first sport that has started doing it was UFC, right? UFC has oh, been going on for about six to eight weeks now. And I actually thought it would be a little stranger watching these guys fight to no crowd. It is strange. Don't get me wrong because Bruce buffers there doing the, you know, oh, it's time yelling, and there's nobody in the crowd, so he's doing the whole spiel with no one there. However, it's cool because you can actually hear the fighters, and you hear the coaches the entire time, which you don't hear when the crowd's there, but in essence, it works. The thing is, for UFC, it's such a small group of people, right? Like the trainers, the coaches, it's so much easier to contain when you're talking about just fighters and their teams versus entire sports teams. And that's really the problem. Moving forward, even with, like, somebody asked me yesterday, do I think we're going to be able to go to any sporting events this year? Absolutely not. My opinion, absolutely not. No stadiums will be filled with living people in the stands in 2020. What do you think? I think football is going to make a push for it, but... I don't know, man. How can you even tell? Now this second wave is coming through. Who knows? Who knows how long we're going to be locked down? I mean, you figure this True. first this first wave lasted almost 
I mean, almost four months at this point. Yeah. But, Over you know, four this, months. It seemed like we were on the right track. And, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if we jumped the gun or what, but we could go into another four months. True. If it gets true. that bad. That's very true. So Ricky and Tim both chimed in in the live feed and they both said that the UFC is better without fans. I don't necessarily know if it's better without fans, but I do like, like well, hearing. Why, why, why would it be better without? What makes it better without fans? So it's you get what you hear is you hear literally you can hear Herb Dean, the referee. I don't know if you know that name, but you can hear the referee, Big Herb Dean, Big John McCarthy. You can hear them like giving instructions to the guys, like keep your hands off the fence or you know, keep this up and you hear the coaches and you hear the guys talking to each other, like between rounds, you'll hear them say stuff. It's, it's unique. I wouldn't say so, it's better. It's unique. So why, I mean, I know that, you know, the, the players often, they, they're driven by the fan noise and, and that sometimes helps, but you know, why can't that be the same with hockey where you can hear everything or with uh, basketball where you could hear everything? I mean, Obviously, they don't they don't have the uh, the ability to put some things over the airwaves that UFC does, but um, you know it it would be another look into uh, the game itself, I think. And well, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're coming up with ideas how to do that. You're right, but I think you just stumbled into one of the biggest concerns here, right? Because aside from ticket sales and revenues for people going to the game. We all know what the largest contributor to these sports leagues is in terms of monetary value. It's their television, right? It's the television contracts. It's the stations that are going to play these games. UFC, you just made the point. UFC, because it's streamed on a pay-per-view platform, we don't need to talk about ESPN+. Plus. We know how we both feel about that. But however, it's not a cable television platform. If F-bombs and, and, and shit are getting dropped, it's not a big deal. Imagine you catch it every once in a while with a football broadcast or a basketball broadcast. You catch the guys cursing. Imagine how did they're going to have to try it. Kep, did you hear Brooks Kepka last week? No. Did he drop one? Yeah, this guy like hold one out. He chipped one in and uh... – like, that's pretty effing good right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, you'll hear that every once in a while get dropped during a golf outing or, or during an NBA game. Imagine having the entire NBA game or the entire NHL game where you can hear everything. Like, how are network television studios going to handle that? That's just one more challenge that you have to look into, right? I mean, what's the FCC going to say when you've got 75 F-bombs dropped in the first quarter of a NBA game, right? I mean, literally up and down the court probably every time. So that's tough. I lost you. So I can't hear saying, uh, sorry, Timmy's saying Timmy's adding to the UFC thing. It's the it's the personal touch, right? And and what I think to me is it becomes just unique. So what I think will be cool about watching NHL and about watching NBA and about watching baseball, which we're going to talk about, is hearing all that, right? Because remember, with UFC, and I don't know if you ever watched this back in the day, but remember Ultimate Fighter. And they would fight in a little arena, right? And it would just be the guys. And then it would be the, the famous fighters or the coaches. 
there'd be no fans there. So you'd get a little taste of that because it was like a sparring session, but they're fighting. And that's what the fights are now, but it's the big fights. So it is cool. For me, I don't want to see it like this forever, but it's cool to get an experience of it. I wouldn't that's be kind of my I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, some kind of you know streaming service come out where they're basically creating what ESPN Plus is. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, everybody's ESPN, moving that way, right? Well, obviously. So how has how has ESPN done the prelims then? Because don't well, they air all they all air all them on ESPN? Yeah, they've been airing the prelims on ESPN the same so, as before. So how are they dealing with this? The the issues with uh, cursing and you know. Well, I. I believe for those shows, the prelims, they've got it on like a five to ten minute or five to ten second delay, almost like a radio broadcast. So, so like, if there's, you can kind of catch. Well, for, you mean for like NBA Live? Sure. I mean, why can't you put it on a seven second delay like they used to do? I mean, do you want to watch a basketball game on a seven second delay? What is this, nineteen eighty five? You want to watch it on tape delay the next day? <laughs> it's not. It's it's not like a next day. It's a couple seconds so that they can hit a hit a dump button. Yeah, Ricky, that's what I just said. So interesting question came up here, and we haven't even talked about how all the sports are going to go on. But Philip asked, "Do we think that the sports leagues will learn anything from the quarantine experience that they will then add to the mix for moving forward?" And in my opinion. I would say yes and no. So his example was like keeping mics by the ring for UFC. I think they already do that. But what you, all you hear in a live UFC fight, right, is the crowd. I, you hear some coaches and you hear some yelling, but you hear the crowd. And that's like the whole thing, right? And that's sort of the, the, the allure of watching everything live. You hear the announcers and you hear a crowd. You hear some of the good guys yelling, some of the athletes, but you hear the crowd. But it would be interesting if, they could learn, you know, how to make a better broadcast out of it. One thing that I had talked about, not that either one of us are into it very much, although I watch a ton of like 1996 wrestling on YouTube, is the WWE started doing the same thing live with a little, you know, a little tiny room in a ring and no crowd. And it's horrendous. It's unwatchable, especially because wrestling's fake, right? And so the crowd and the show and walking down the ramp and the, like the whole thing, without that whole show, it's, unwatchable my opinion not that i watch it on a regular basis now anyway but i don't think it's i don't think it's going to be that bad once they get back into if they don't have any, the fans in there i mean i really don't think it's going to be that much different to the to the to the person watching at home because you you think it would make that much of a difference it probably makes more of a difference for the for the players I yeah, think. I agree with that. I I, I actually agree with that as well. I think it makes a bigger deal for the players. And, and like, totally agree. In terms, in terms of what goes out over the airwaves, I mean, what are you gonna do? There's nothing. There's nothing well, you can do about it. I mean, do you think? Like, I'll ask you this: Do you think that Adam Silver, because we're about to talk about the NBA restructure here and what they're gonna do? Do you think Adam Silver? is having a conversation with ESPN, ABC, right? Because remember, ESPN and ABC are all Mickey Mouse. 
Okay. They're all run by Disney. Do you think he's having a conversation in a room well, via Skype because it's quarantine with the head of programming at Disney and somebody high up at the FCC? Like, what's going to happen if 10 F-bombs get dropped in the first five minutes of a basketball game and everybody hears it? Like, what are we going to do? Do you think those conversations are happening or no? I mean, how much money are they losing as is? Like, wouldn't they, I don't know. The, I don't know the financial ramifications of dropping five f bombs compared True. to not playing the NBA playoffs. Like, we I have would to, have to see what those numbers are. Earn, right? How much does he get fined? How much did you get fined from the FCC? What's up, Tate? Thanks for checking in. Um, but let's talk about it anyway. So we talked about how the NHL is going to do it. So the NBA, to Nick's point, sort of followed that NHL roadmap, we'll call it, in a little different path. Um, Kyrie Irving's an interesting guy. I'm not sure why he got selected to be one of the people to voice for players. Uh, that's sort of out there. He's, a, he's an out there kind of guy. But so they now have the official restart date, and that's set at July 30th. Uh, and the NBA Finals now, they say, will start no later than October 13th. So to give you an idea, Nick brought up earlier oh how long God. this has been gone. Yeah. Isn't that Dude, crazy? What? Yeah. Yeah. That's so in the next season. It's in the I next season. I didn't know season, that. Right? So literally, if the finals start on the 13th and they run through the end of October, right, or they run two weeks, they'll literally have maybe a week or two off, and then they have to start again. That's what this is going to do. They're doing stuff a little bit different in that they're going full bubble. So the NHL is not going full bubble. Like they're not confined to like, you know, the athletes village, like the NBA is going. Right. But here's, here's the thing with all this. And, and there's been more information come out today. So the, the NHL tested 250 players something like 26 of them tested positive. Now the NBA is having the same issue where they're they're testing guys and they're coming up positive. Now more and more guys, specifically in baseball, which I'm sure you want to get to, and the NBA are totally opting out, which opens the door for, I guess, J.R. Smith to be relevant again. But is it – I mean, how, how who do we have to lose? How many – players do we have to lose that are going to opt out These guys don't need the money before we just say guys let's just call it a day let's just shut it down you know what right I mean? and let's come back what you just brought up i think is the fine line and we always are talking about sports but right sports are a microcosm of life and that's why we we all lose ourselves into sports that's the fine line we're all walking overall right now and i totally agree with you who's it going to take is it going to take LeBron getting coronavirus for the NBA to be like, all right, we're shutting it down? We don't know. But the NBA, outside of, to your point, the NHL, is going full contain because they are legitimately keeping everybody. They're doing everything on the Disney complex, right? Like they're playing all of their games in the three stadiums that they have down there set up at the Disney complex. And they're going to keep the players all as quarantined as possible. But how realistic is that? How realistic is that? How Are you going to literally monitor everybody 24-7 when they come to and leave the game and, and practice? I mean, how can you do that? 
has any pro player died of Corona Tate? I don't believe so. Um, yeah, Rudy Gobert, if you remember correctly, Rudy Gobert was one of the first to contract it after licking the microphone, right? Jackass. Uh, and then I don't so, think he licked it. Did he? I thought he licked it. He didn't lick it. No, I thought he, he literally didn't. licked it. He just touched everything. Okay, so but he he got it, and then his teammates were all pissed at him, right? Uh, but he did get some some side effects. So uh, yeah, he's probably the most famous case. Um, am I? Are we following TVT live basketball starting this week? What is that European basketball, Timmy? Um, but again. So- is that Ice Cube's league? Yeah, with a three-on-three. Three. What is Those that? guys probably why, all got it. No, why do I know what that is, though? I don't know either. Um, so, but No, nobody's, nobody's died from it. Nobody's died from it, right? Well, yeah. no, 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 no. Let me take that back. Nobody, no, no prof- professional, current professional player has died from it. I'm pretty right. sure. Not yet. But not the, that's, not the, that's not the problem. Right. The problem is, is the overall spread of the virus. You can't be having activities that put people together that are going to oh, yeah, that's what it the is. virus. That's it's that exactly. $2 million tournament. I remember, I remember that from last year. So the NBA tr- is their plan is to do this self-contained thing where they have three arenas and 22 teams are going to go to Florida, nine from the Eastern Conference, 13 from the Western Conference, um, I had the teams listed, but you can Google it. It's the teams that you know, you know, teams that are relevant because the bottom eight teams that are dog shit that had no chance of making a playoffs are not going to go. And then they're going to play this weird, like, eight-game finish-the-season schedule to see what teams can get into the top eight for each and then have a playoff system. Um, these are all great plans, right? The NHL is a great plan. The NBA is a great plan. Are we going to get there? It's really hard to say. We've got flair. I mean, they're going to try and play in the state that's probably got the most, I'm pretty sure, the most recent flare-up of cases of coronavirus in the United States. Am I not right? Florida? (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, who thought that one up? Yeah, exactly. Who thought that going to Florida would be a good idea? I mean, they've been walking around without masks off for weeks down there. Yeah, Honestly, I would, if I had to, if I had to, to bet on it, I would say that none of this. I would say that none of this happens because there's so there's still so many different phases that we have to get through in both sports. Well, the the current sports that are that have been active, like the current sports that have been going in mid season, like baseball is a different thing because they never even started it. True, but honestly, they're just going to follow suit with whatever happens with with the NBA and the NHL. Stay, I mean, they're not going to – if the NBA shuts it down, they're not going to push through. No, I totally agree. And that's why I say baseball for last. Baseball, not surprisingly, is sort of last at a table and everything, right? They just do things slowly, I feel like. And their plan is to have a 60-game season, right? I think the biggest problem with their plan is that outside of what I've seen for plans for the NHL and NBA – I don't know if they really have a plan yet, right? Like, they think they have a plan. It's not a very good plan. And I think, to your point, they're kind of waiting and seeing if if these other sports are going to start back up and see what happens. But to, to the other side, with your point, players opting out, I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen the most players already say they're not going to show up from 
baseball, right? Like yeah. you're already like, well, I'm not playing, so you yeah. can forget about me. Yeah. So the, I mean, they do have a plan. They have a t- plan in, in terms of schedule. So I think everything was supposed to open back up for second spring training tomorrow, from what I understand. And they were supposed to start the season on the 24th, I believe it was. So those are in place. But I think the first guy to drop out was uh, was Mike Leak, who's a pitcher from the Diamondbacks. And then uh, Ian Desmond and then Ryan Zimmerman. So they're veteran guys that are dropping out. They've made their money. They, they don't need to risk it. And I think some a lot of other players are probably going to follow suit. And uh, Right. I don't. I just don't think. I, I think the seasons. I think the seasons in uh, in in jeopardy. So, so if I had to ask you right now, and Timmy just sent me a bunch of links for this this tournament. Timmy, is this is this three on three? Is that what this is? I don't, I don't think so. I think it was a five on five, and they do it every year. Five on there five. There was um like it was it was the, it was that one that Greg Oden played in last year. Remember that. Greg Oden played basketball last year? How did I not see this? I'm pretty sure he played in it last year. Hmm. Yeah. Timmy, I'm going to have He's, to check this out off stream, and, and, uh, and maybe we'll talk about it, since, especially since it's supposed to be starting. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, next it's, week. It's Very all interesting. Like, it's all like uh, burned out pros. <laughs> so it's like Chauncey Billups playing? Yeah. It's guys ba- like that? It is. It's basically like guys from the big three that you'd see playing in the big so, three. Yeah. It's big three guys playing five on five. Okay. I remember last year. I'll have to check that out. So I'm going to put it to you now. We talked about the three sports. Of the three, which do you think are going to play another game in 2020? Uh, I mean, if I had to, if I had to, to bet, I would say, I would say probably. I would say probably hockey. I think I agree with that. I I think my likelihood of action, I don't think baseball is going to go on personally. I, I think, I don't think baseball will go on. Listen, they're going to drop like flies because they're still making, they're still making money. So like, exactly. I read a tweet today that said Mike Leake, who opts out of this season will make only $258,000 this year. And it's like, Oh my God! Only. How's he gonna feed his family? Like, Only. It's not a big deal. It's not a Only. big deal. The guys made millions because they had the strongest uh, he's, players, he's gonna be fine, right? Which they drug that thing out forever. Which As I don't know if I'm really. I'm not. I'm not very clear on. I'm not very clear on both sides because I was getting so sick of it that I kind of I. I kind of zoned out for a little bit on it. Like, why would, why, why were the owners interested in less games? You know what I mean? Well, the, here, here's the deal. I think the players the were coming and saying the owners were interested in less games. Yeah, the the problem yeah. the owners were open to any sort of discussion of how do we get a season done here on this truncated timetable. But what came from the less games timetable was the players saying, well, we want to get paid full salary for less games, right? And so that's where this whole – that the, it all comes down to money, right? And they were between, well, if we're going to play a third of the season, third of the games on TV, 
me. No. That's no attendance model. like, well, fuck that. We're, like, we want to get paid. If we're not, you know, we're taking the risk of showing up. The owners are going to sit in the owner's boxes. They're not going to have to come down the field and, you know, run the risk of catching Corona. So, um, so Tate just asked a question, and we are going to talk about that, Tate. Tate's asking, because we've only talked about the big three sports so far, we haven't talked about football yet. And he said, is the NFL playing this year? <laughs> if you were an outsider looking in to the four sports right now, and you looked at the NFL, everybody, including, I think, the players, are convinced or they're trying to convince everybody outside the NFL that they're playing this year. The only sort of talk that they've had so far about changing anything is scrapping preseason. That's it. They haven't changed any dates yet. Like they are planning on moving ahead. So as of now, I mean, we just saw, right? Like I wanted to ask Nick what he thought about Cam Newton getting signed to the Patriots because they're all making moves right now and planning around the fact that they're not going to change anything. Minus is possibly not having preseason. I mean, but I think it's at this point, gonna, perception is reality. You keep cutting in and out on me, so I'm kind of hearing things in and out. But um, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, you're good. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Well, they're all practicing. They're all practicing with each other, even yeah. though they're being told that no, no. Uh, right on the Cam Newton signing, on the Cam Newton signing, uh, I think it's a good move for. I think it's a really good move for them. But I, I don't think it's a coincidence that they signed him the same day that they, they got their um, slap on the wrist for videotaping the Bengals. <laughs> well, I mean, you're right, and yeah, and I think the Patriots are going to be dog shit this year. I mean. What did they do to bolster their roster that couldn't get it done last year? They got rid of Brady. Like, I, I'm not really concerned about the Patriots. I would like to see Cam, you know, have a decent season. I'm worried he's too beat down. Ricky said that North Penn is having high school football practice tomorrow. What is it about football overall that they don't listen? I, I mean, they don't listen to anything. They don't care. NFL guys, they're just practicing Apparently, high school football is practicing. I, I'm, are they are they wearing fucking masks underneath their face masks? Like, what's the deal? How is it? First off, this is going to be a side topic, but I kind of I gotta like talk about this now. How there's no way that a high school football team is going to practice, right? Like the police are going to show up and throw them off the field, right? Am am I missing something? There's no, no way they can I let think high school open. practice. I think they're outside. They're outside. I don't think there's any. I mean, I think it's on a on a like a, a, a district by district basis now. I mean, since we hit since we hit um, the green phase, right? I mean, what's what's the restrictions? No, I, I'm I'm just playing, you know, devil's advocate here. But what are they going to stand six feet apart on the field? All yeah, in that's the what state, yeah. Tomorrow's happening. No face masks. Only coaches and social distancing. So I guess. We're gonna have practice, and every player is six feet apart on the field. So like it's, it's basically like a, wide, practicing the wide basically a meeting. It's a meeting, like a dry run. Interesting. It's I'd like, like a, to hear more about how that goes. I know you're gonna be, you're, yeah. 
and Jamie Chamson says we're going to go right back into the red. Honestly, I think that's going to happen soon. The biggest concern that we all have with this in relative to sports and everything else is that everything's going to get shut down again. Yeah. Right. So I hope that all these high school coaches and everybody running these practices, you know, takes it seriously and, and stays a little smart about it, but I guess it can't really be helped at this point, right? They're going to do what they're going to do. People are going to do what people are going to do. So crazy. That's crazy to me. Um, yeah, everybody's so, yeah, back so, out full force at the gym. Everybody's back out. I mean, we're we're trying to get our softball league started up, but we we can't even do that. That's an issue. Uh, that's that's another that's another from the hill episode that is a coming soon from the hill episode i know uh smitty made a comment when i posted about us putting out a podcast today he said i'd like to see you guys more on the field but again you're asking people right and i'm not included there i don't have children yet like it's different but you're asking people who have families and livelihoods to, to potentially yeah. risk their health going down to a softball game, you know. No, and I don't blame. I don't blame. I don't blame some of the teams for pulling out. I don't blame some of the players for pulling pulling out. I mean, you got to do what's best for your family. You can't put. Who knows? I mean, it, it, every everybody's ha- household is different. You have different, you know, people that, that are in your lives that you have to see. You have different responsibilities, and so I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm not like. Uh, I'm not calling anybody out for that. It just sure. it, it sucks that it has to go down this way. That's all. So, Ricky, all right. Tate says, if you got to wear a face mask while you're getting jacked at the gym, why can't they wear a face mask? Well, I mean, listen, I'm sure for football that they could design some sort of ventilator to wrap down underneath the face mask and they could wear it, right? Uh, Ricky, uh, yeah. So, we'll talk about that off of stream. What's well, ECF? Um, I'm assuming that that's his softball team. Oh, 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 oh okay. Uh, we'll talk about it off stream. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we will see. We're going to follow closely how all of these sports are playing out. Um, I will tell you this. I am glad that UFC came back. Um, I'm glad that there's some soccer going on now. I've been watching a lot more of that because it's been on. Um, I'm glad to see some sports coming back. I miss it, and you don't realize, honestly, how much you miss sports until it's gone. Do you know, I wrote this down, and I think this is going to surprise you. Do you know when what the date was of the last regular season NBA game that got played, Prof? March. March. I'm going to guess March 13th. Very close. March 11th was when the NBA officially got suspended. Yeah, it's, July, it's June 30th. Like you tomorrow, know how, July 1st. You know how I remember that because the the la- the last day that I went out of the house for work was it was like March 12th, and I didn't fill up my gas tank for like two months because I was just sitting at home. Honestly. When sports was gone, it wasn't bad for the first two months. It was kind of relieving. Like, you didn't have anything going on. Every day was kind of the same, which it was okay for a while. But now I'm at the point where I'm ready for everything to come back and get back to normal. Like, when, once I hit, like, month the, the two-and-a-half point, two-and-a-half-month point, I was, like, ready. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been way past extended for me. I think I hit it a lot sooner than you. I think the first couple weeks I was like, whatever. And then I assumed it wouldn't last as long. And then once I got like five, six weeks in, I just kept going, man, I can't flip on TNT and watch basketball. Like, what is going on here? And then I just get in my own head, right? I start thinking about long-term. And then when I write down so that I can repeat, that the NBA plans on restarting July 30th and having the finals finish no later than October 13th. You're like, what? Like, are, what is going on here? But this is real. We're already three and a half months, almost four months since they last played a game. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. A full calendar year. Yep. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm losing battery here, but real quick, are you, um, are there shows that you're watching at night? To, to fill the void that sports has left. Okay, so I'm going to bring this up right now, and we are going to talk about it next week, or maybe we get one done this weekend. We're going to start doing a lot more podcasts because everybody's been chiming in, and we're ready to go. So first off, let me just put this out here for you, Prof. Tiger King. Sick of it, dude. <laughs> I'm over Tiger King. Dude, that I was... I'm not over it. I can't get enough of it. Okay. Like I wish Joe exotic could run for president again. Why is this still going? <laughs> well, the, there's a, did you watch the extra episode that they put out? No, I heard there was supposed to be one about that. Jeff Lowe. Is that what it's about? Yeah. Cause well, I'll check that. Oh, I'm not going to give it away. You got to watch that guy's, no, but that if it, if it was specifically about that, yeah, dude, I watched Tiger King twice. I watched Tiger King twice. That's how good it was. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> I, I couldn't watch that again. But is the right. is the last episode about Jeff Lowe? I will neither confirm nor deny. I will not give spoilers. You need to watch it. I need to see more of that. I could see more of that guy. You need he to watch it. He, right, lived, might... he lives a crazy life. Yeah. So, so we... something new to leave everybody with. This just came out, and I didn't necessarily remember this from the news, but you know that I cannot get enough of like true crime docu-series, all that stuff, like real events that happen, and they go back and read. Like, you know I'm a sucker for that stuff. So the law... So. The Lost Boys of Bucks County just came out. Oh, my God, dude. I do remember that. That was only a couple years ago. It was three years ago. It was 2017. And it's an hour and a half. It's, a, it's incredible. And, I mean, first off, I'm not saying incredible as the events. It's a crazy tragedy. But, I mean, Nick and I are sitting here in Montgomery County pennsylvania and this all happened in bucks county and delaware county pennsylvania i mean some of the places ben salem like they're 15 minutes from us so this is real and happened right in our backyard and everybody that's local to us that watches the podcast i highly recommend checking out the lost boys of bucks county where do i it's find insane. it um so it's on demand the network that did it was IE, I think is the name of it. But if you have any kind of cable provider and you go on demand and you search Lost Boys of Bucks County, uh, it will come up. Rich, Richie says it, invest, investigator discovery, so ID. 
investigate a discovery. That might be the channel. Yeah. And then Tate says, if you're looking for a Netflix movie, check out the guest. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to think I'll come up with some other stuff that I've been watching. I watched a bunch of stuff over quarantine, but the two things that stood out to me since we last talked were Tiger King. And that was, you know, obviously came out like right that at the like, that felt like years ago. Yeah. Doesn't that and feel like years ago? It does. But that was like right at the start of quarantine, right? Like right yeah. at the start of quarantine was Tiger King. Yeah. So if you haven't watched that yet, I mean, like, what have you been doing this whole time? Seriously. I mean, how could how could you not? If you have Netflix and you haven't watched Tiger King, the only thing that people keep telling me because I still am like love Tiger King, uh, that bitch Carol Baskin, but I like I can't get enough of Tiger King, but People are like, well, you know, it's too much for me with the animals and everything else. And I'm like, all right, if you have a legit reason that you didn't want to watch it, I got it. But if, like, you don't and you haven't, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, but that just seems like so long ago that I I totally lost interest in all those people. <laughs> but I've we've started binging, and I'm going to get crushed for this, but I've never we've never watched this, Parks and Rec. And we're just, like, flying through seasons. So I will confess also that I watched the entirety of the office over quarantine. And it was the first time that I watched the entirety of the office. I had bits and pieces of the office. Like I watched some episodes, but my first real exposure to the office was like three or four years ago. I was up in Toronto for a bachelor party and we were up there for like three or four days. And in the daytime when we were hungover, we'd start drinking. We were just watching episodes of the office. And it's the best. that's when I first watch it. But I, I watched it like all through because it's all. So on did Netflix. you watch Parks and Rec to Rec I didn't. I didn't. So um you'll I thought like do that next. and then you'll have I, to I don't know. It Parks and Rex didn't grab me like the office did. I know it didn't need it that's why we we waited until like twelve years after it was over just to watch it, but it's it's worth it. Yeah, I've watched some Parks and Rec because one of my other guilty pleasures right now is I just watch a lot of Comedy Central because they keep showing like nonstop South Park and South Park is just amazingly funny. But they'll also show like a lot of Office episodes. Or That's Park the only Park. time I don't watch Comedy Central. Why? Is it South Park's on? Yeah, Wednesdays. Wow. You're a hater. Because we just have the Office on in the background all the time. But hey, listen, we do have to get rolling. Uh, my computer's giving me the warning. So Props it's got to go. His battery dying. Hey, listen, thanks, everybody, for hopping on the live feed. It's good to be back. Listen, we want to hear what you guys want to talk about. We're back because sports are back. We want to talk about what's going on in sports. We also want to talk about we're watching. We want to talk about current events. We want to talk with you guys and girls on the stream. So keep hopping in. We're going to keep doing this on a weekly basis. We may do bi-weekly. We're going to keep putting it out, but we're back, and we're here to stay. Yeah, Make sure you. Hopefully next time I'm back up in the office trying to keep, keep it quiet. I'm down in the basement today. Yeah, Prof's keeping a low profile. Keeping it low key. Yeah, he's keeping it a little low key. But make sure you check us out again on all the platforms because we are going to be back. That's YouTube and the iTunes podcast application. Search from underscore the underscore hill. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Doesn't cost you guys anything. Helps us out. As always, hit the share button, hit the like button, and hit us up. Send us messages on social media. What do you want us to talk about? We would love to hear it. We would love to do it. We love interacting with everybody. And we want to keep we want to get the momentum going back and keep things rolling. That's it. Before the before prof's battery dies, we're gonna log out. Prof swags. Peace. See you guys.